Welcome to another episode of the BC5 Live Podcast. It is September 27th, and I'm here with my man C-Money. Nate. Charlie, how are you? I'm doing good, Jason. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. It's the fall already. We've It's been uh, probably about a month since our last episode. We've had a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah, well, schedules change, and uh, I had to get back to work, unfortunately, so... That leaves Wednesdays pretty much dick for me two weeks out of every month. So, Yeah, well, I think uh, so. we're going to try and do it Sunday nights here. Yeah. Seems, seems good. We can do a bit of a weekend wrap-up. We'll be able to take a look at uh, football scores from the day and, <laughs> and maybe predictions for the Monday nighter. And really, what better way to start your Monday morning drive? <laughs> there we go, yeah. I think we can... Mondays are usually a little hard to get going. I think they just got a little easier popping out of bed when you your BC5 podcast every day. Anyways, uh, it was actually, we were going to try to do a nuptials episode for Zach's wedding yeah. that day. But we all know that those live shows can be a bit hit and miss when you get a few beers into you and, and sometimes the... The production details kind of fall by the wayside. Well, yeah, and I think I had my first beer at about quarter to eleven that morning. So. Yeah, it was a it was a great day. We never really got to update uh, every all the listeners, but um, everything went off pretty smooth. Good weather. Uh, nice to have a few little coolers of beer there during the nuptials that you could uh, sip away at. Um, and, and we had a good time back at your place for about, we had a nice five hour stretch to have a bunch of beers, even sipped on a few whiskeys and rolled into the reception, just, uh, feeling no pain and having a good time. Can I just add too that, uh, you can't really go wrong with the short and sweet fucking wedding ceremony. Like. You know, I understand religion. You got to do all the fucking eating the wafer thing and the and all the communion bullshit. But don't you get enough of that already? Like, it's like I went to a funeral last year too, and I, I, I the same idea. Like, it's supposed to be about the people who are getting married or the person at the funeral, say that died. Like, why do we have to make it? 60% about Jesus and all this shit. Like, let's just celebrate the fucking people that are, you know? Yeah, I would say that was uh, a nice, succinct uh, ceremony, and it just uh, freed up even more time for uh, all the shenanigans and good times. Yeah, man, that was like maybe five, six minutes, and we're out, and it's back on to the beers. Yeah, so I, I, I had a great time. It was fun being back in Mild Bay again, like to walk up from your place to the arena and then back to my dad's place to, to go to sleep. It was a, kind of a nostalgic type of experience. Yeah, it was kind of. That was the first time I'd been in the hall in probably 
like three years, four years. Yeah, but we uh, we had a good time. So congrats again to mm-hmm. Zach and Kelly. Uh, hopefully they had a good. Did they get away somewhere for a bit? I know they went to a couple Jays games down in Toronto, but then uh, other than that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what else they did, but. Well, we'll have to get him on, uh, see if he's available one of these Sundays. Yeah, he said next Sunday he should be uh, good to go. Okay, so it'll be his first episode as a married man. We'll, we'll see if he's got lots of good married guy jokes for us. Well, I actually, when he was in Toronto, they had to cut it short because he had a, a really bad migraine. And I said, I'll spare it, but there's probably a marriage joke in there somewhere. <laughs> So how's everything else going with you? I feel like there's a, we got a lot to catch up on. You you went from about eight months off to back to the usual grind, switching between night shift, day shift, yeah, commute, the whole whole thing. How, how are you adjusting to life back at work? Uh, well, I'll be, I'll tell you the the last week leading up to to going back. You know how you feel fucking pretty depressed after say a week of holidays. Yeah, and you got You know, you got to go back to work. The anxiety really starts to mount that Sunday before you go back. The entire week, like I should have been on fucking suicide watch or something. Like, just it, the days seemed to fly by that last week, and I was so depressed by like Thursday, Friday, just like the reality of it <clears throat> closing in on you. Oh, I can imagine. I, I I get that feeling a little bit even after a long weekend or something. You. You, like, start to get that creep of anxiety back in. And then it's never, when you actually go back in, it's never as bad as you had that, that anticipation no. and buildup. And then once you're kind of back in the regular routine again, it's pretty good. Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't been too bad. But uh, I will say, after looking after two very small children, uh, I'm pretty disappointed to get back to work and realize that, like when did fucking adults become I don't know when you were a kid did you ever remember your parents or or even adults constantly whining about their job and fucking complaining like I don't ever remember that I, I don't either and I can't I it, it really is like where I work isn't that bad of a place to work it's the fucking people that make it shitty like, obviously, there's some really good people that I like and I hang out with and stuff like that. But I don't know when when adults became worse than hanging out with, with two-year-olds that, that can't understand you. Like, it, I don't know. Maybe I just, it's, I guess it's a work ethic thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, there is usually, like, a, especially in places where there's, larger numbers of people that work you always get the, the groups that have a bit of a negative attitude but yeah that that was the worst part about it like getting back and doing the work within half hour it was like i never left which was also kind of depressing too because <laughs> uh, you know you can't remember certain things in life and then uh i'm gone for six months and i'm back on the job for 10 minutes and i can remember where everything's supposed to go and that was kind of depressing too. But well, let's switch gears to something a little less depressing. Yeah, like this run that the Blue Jays are on, like they've uh, their first overall in the American League to burst here or something, but uh, doesn't seem to be happening. It's crazy, they, man. 
the injury to Tulowitzki didn't slow him down at all. No, which I don't know. He like <clears throat> I think he's right now just as important for his defense, but it just seems like they can plug anybody in right now. Like it's I guess they always say winning's contagious, right? And this team's had a fucking crazy upbeat positive attitude for the last two months. And I don't know if you saw today, but they were losing. Tie it up in the eighth, and then a huge walk-off home run to win it. Oh, really? I didn't. I was uh, at the afternoon, so I didn't get to watch any sports. But yeah, it's, the momentum's a big thing. So, what's the magic number at now? I believe the Yankees won today, so I think it's six. No, it's got to be less than. They only have seven games left, so it's got to be four. So, when do playoffs start then? Uh, well, there's the wild card game next Thursday or next weekend, and then I think there's a day off, and then uh, the ALDS or whatever you want to call it would start the fourth. I think Thanksgiving weekend or like so potentially that Thanksgiving if we do that draft on the yeah the Jays will be playing weekend we can uh, there might be a playoff game on that day yeah there there definitely will be the. Uh, yeah, the crazy thing is, like, they're now tied for uh, first in the American League. And uh, because of the the series with Kansas City, they would win the tiebreaker. And the AL won the uh, All-Star game. So the Jays could potentially have home field for the entire playoffs. Oh, that'd be awesome. And in mid-July, Kansas City was 12 and a half games ahead of them. Like, that just tells you how crazy... A run they've been on Like this is It's not all time run But like it's probably one of the greatest August, September And mid-July runs ever It's it's nuts Yeah, no, it's exciting to watch I think pretty much everybody's on the bandwagon now And I'm, I'm unashamed to admit I've, I've jumped on it I want to enjoy this ride too Like just to, Especially with baseball there's not like a lot of times where you no. are watching a game and everybody you're watching with is watching it with is uh, into it. And I was uh, in Toronto for uh, a couple days for work this week, and we were out for dinner the one night when the Jays game was on, and like everybody in the restaurant was right into it, and it was just just an exciting atmosphere. So yeah, if they were not making it in the playoffs, um, we'll definitely have to get together for a couple of those games. And there's there's a chance too that they're going to get the AL MVP and the Cy Young winner. And if David Price wins the Cy Young, he's only the second pitcher in history uh, to be traded and win the Cy Young, which I thought was kind of cool, but then I was, was thinking if you have a Cy Young eligible or caliber pitcher, why would you trade him? Who's the other guy? Rick Sutcliffe. Oh. <laughs> Back in 84. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right on. And uh, NFL season is uh, now week three, well underway here. Yes. Uh, I've got my Lions on tonight, just kind of keeping my fingers crossed they don't embarrass themselves on national TV. <laughs> I think they're going to win that game. Yeah, I kind of do too, actually. I. They haven't looked too great so far this year, but um, first game at home. Um, Peyton Manning has been fucking awful. Yeah. Like, he's got a noodle arm now. Oh, he just <laughs> looks so rickety trying to move around that pocket. Like He does. 
See when he threw the interception on the one play, he took like two steps and then just said, fuck it. I'm going <laughs> to chase this guy down. Like he's never had a, had a, you know, a real rocket for an arm. Like he's thrown up the odd fucking wobbly duck there in the past. Yeah, and he's never been a real Michael Vick getting out of the pocket either. But no. he looks particularly like brittle. And his arm, like, he almost looks like one of us throwing well, passes. I was like, just going to say, he reminds me of fucking Tim when he throws his football. <laughs> you know, nice wobbler, nice loose wobbler. Yeah, they're, but their defense is ridiculous, though. That, yeah. if, if they beat okay. Detroit, that'll be why. So how have you enjoyed uh, NFL? I know you said you didn't get to watch too much today, but... And I'm. This is kind of a weird uh, thing that's going on. Ever since Ben was born, all the teams that I liked as a kid have become very successful. Like Michigan made the finals in the basketball. Yeah. The Bills just destroyed uh, Miami today, and they're looking like uh, outside of that New England game, which they only lost by eight. Yeah. They're looking pretty solid. The Jays are going to the to the playoffs so if you got a couple hundo laying around maybe throw it on the oilers because <laughs> ben's ben's been my good luck with the with the sports but i i haven't i'll be honest i haven't watched as much football as i would have in years past but there's only so many hours in the, in the day yeah yeah once you have uh, kids the uh 10 straight hours of football gets a little hard to well Sunday. And I'm up at 7 watching the soccer, so it's hard to stretch that out till 8 o'clock <laughs> with the back-to-back football. But Yeah, well, and so, yeah, we're kind of, like you mentioned soccer, we're in, like, kind of the sweet spot during the year for, for sports. Like, there's this, and then there's kind of uh, March time when you have, uh, yeah. when you have hockey starting, uh, March Madness, and NBA playoffs, but uh, this is this is great. Like football getting started, I'm actually kind of pumped for the NHL as well, and uh, and soccer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty entertaining so far. Yeah, we got like three weeks till hockey and basketball start up, so it's going to be. Uh, I'm still without TV too. I will say, I uh, you're going all streaming. Yeah, it's working out pretty good, and I find myself actually doing things instead of uh you know flipping channels and stuff like that so we'll see how long it goes it's funny i i thought that i had stumbled onto something somewhat revolutionary and then you start mentioning it to people at work and they're like oh yeah i've been using that thing for two years (laughs) i'm like well why didn't anyone tell me i'm gonna have to get in on that too uh maybe i'll i'll cancel my cable again (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that was an option. But actually, um, one thing I've liked is this Crave TV. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I had that before we uh, shut her down. I was watching, like, uh, a few kind of just prompted me to watch a few seasons of things I hadn't seen for a while. And I watched that Band of Brothers again, which I've seen probably two or three times. But every time I watch that thing from start to finish, it's just... It's so- impressed with it like you get a, a renewed appreciation for it it's just an awesome show yeah that was one of the best uh 
I guess it's a mini series. I don't know what you call it, but yeah. And it's so there's so much going on that kind of like each time you watch it, you get into it a little bit more and understand exactly what they're. Sometimes there's so much fighting and shit going on, you're not 100 percent sure what they're even trying to accomplish. Yeah, um, that's. I should go back and watch that because it's been probably eight nine years since I watched it. Yeah, no, it's definitely worth watching again. One funny thing I noticed about it, though, is that guys, I don't know if it was from a lack of entertainment options back then, but guys like singing in <laughs> groups of guys back then. Like, almost every episode, whether they were, like, playing cards or just sitting in a bar or marching, they're all singing these, like, kind of <laughs> shitty repetitive songs yeah. uh, and they just have the big old ear to ear grins on while they're doing it they're just in, into it and I, I can't think of a time when me, you, Brunel and Evan uh, just were sitting around having a few beers and we just <laughs> broke out and song. Into, like, uh, broke into harmonized jingles well we didn't really have the voices for it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, I think if someone did that when we were sitting around, the other three guys would probably just ask, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but awesome show. There's, uh, and then, of course, there's all the Curb Your Enthusiasms on there, which like you just never get, get tired of those. No, that's when I had it, that's what I watched, because I didn't really remember like seasons three, four, and five, but that's when that show just... It hit its stride. Yeah, it was so fucking funny. And basically anything with Funkhauser in it is just <laughs> <The funk>. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of good shows, have you watched Narcos? Have we talked about that yet? Yeah, uh, I've only seen the first couple, though. Oh, yeah? It, it's one of my favorites. It's, it's out on Netflix about Pablo Escobar. But, yeah. Uh, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I I, the, I watched the first one and half of the second one. I just haven't had a chance to get back to it, but it seemed like it was going to be uh, be really good. It's a pretty yeah. interesting uh, character. It it's also kind of neat to know that it was basically uh, you know fair game as far as the the drug game back then. Like yeah, even in Blow when they were literally just flying in airplanes full and and you've seen. Um, cocaine cowboys yeah and they were just dropping giant packages in the friggin ocean <laughs> yeah there's little beacons on it for people to yeah. track down it, it just seems so crazy that that was going on but i'll have to watch the rest have you finished that yeah yeah it was it was good it's kind of like the sopranos where you kind of cheer for the bad guys more than the good guys right. for some even though he's out killing Everybody, there's something kind of likable about Pablo. So there's going to be more of this, right? Or was it... I don't think so. Okay, it didn't, like, end... No, I don't want to give away too much. No, no. Well, I know what... I'm still at the end. Okay, so there should be more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... Anyways, what else is new? Anything else you want to cover before we get into the uh, next segment? Let me think here. One thing I would like to fucking the uh, pro line stuff. I'm not a. I don't pro lines a sucker's fucking bet to begin with because 
your odds of getting four or whatever you play, you know, don't do it. You're just going to lose yeah. your money. But do they have to, number one, why don't they just print those game sheets all the time so you don't have to fucking ask or take your thing up and it doesn't work? That's what, That's beef number one. Yeah. Number two, would it hurt them to put out more than one pen? Yeah. <laughs> and number three, does the thing have to be four feet wide that no one else can possibly use that little ledge? Like, It's very uncomfortable if somebody else is already using it and, and they've got the only printout and you're... You're kind of trying to look at it, and you're you're just in each other's comfort zone. I like to keep a stack of them at home and fill them out, like go online and fill them out before I go when possible. But I don't I don't really play it that often, anyways. Like, is no, I don't either. But I, it is kind of a sucker's bet. But it is for like if you just want to throw two or three bucks on a ticket, just to, yeah, it's fun. I like putting a props tickets or something for the Monday nighter. Yeah, those are... I, like, I'm not saying I, I never play it. I just... I, would it really hurt them? Like, the OLG... That pencil that had, like... <laughs> no fucking lead left. of lead left in it. I can remember a time when I used to take my own pen just because I knew I was going to have to wait for some <laughs> fucking loser making... I don't know what's more frustrating, waiting for the guy to fill out his 10 tickets or waiting for the person to check their, uh, you know, all their fucking 649s at the counter. Yeah, the 649 people are probably the worst. You know what else is those fucking instant poker things? Those things drive me nuts, too. I've never seen those. It's just they just print it out, but you can win when they print it out. So there's a chance you could just be sitting there while this person wins and wins and wins. Because I think it's like two bucks, but you get your your game plus you get instant. So you can win right as it's printing. So then obviously you're just going to fucking print another one. Yeah. It's an endless circle of frustration. <laughs> Did you win any Proline tickets? No, I've only played one the first week. And uh, I did. I just do the twelve game, three bucks or two bucks. And, yeah, but it's it's a stupid bet, anyways. Have you tried Goose Island beer? Yeah, I had. A, I brought it down to your place. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. It's I was just I was, uh, when I was in Toronto, we were out for dinner, and I tried it. What do you think? Well, I'd already had it. Apparently, <laughs> I, I thought it was awesome on tap. I went to uh, the Chop House in Toronto. Have you have you heard of that? I've I've never been, but I have heard. Yes. Apparently, uh, they're building one in London soon, so I'll get to check that out. But I was pretty happy with the whole experience there. Was, yeah, uh, everyone I know that's went there said it was uh, really good. Yeah. So, including isn't that where you went? Where'd you go? Did you go to the Chop House? Oh, never mind. She's still recovering. Dana got her face cut off and put back on. How's she feeling? Ah, I don't know. As good as you can feel, I guess. Pretty gruesome. She looks like she's been on a date with Ray Rice. (laughs) (laughs) What's the recovery time? Well, I think she has like a little cast on that she gets off this week, but I imagine she's going to be... How do you get a cast on your nose? Well, it looks like it's like a big, almost like a clamp sort of thing. 
like it just goes and holds everything together. Man, you can't I take it off yourself. No, no, she goes to like a follow up and they take it off and take her stitches out. I am like the biggest. Not stay on. It's just pressure, I guess. I don't know. But if she tried to take it off, I'm sure she can pull it off. It's not like it's fucking stapled <laughs> on there. <or> anything. <laughs> I am the biggest wimp when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I couldn't even watch her get her IV put in. And then when I found out what they were doing, like, I... Oh, God. A little squeamish. Well, yeah, I'll spare you the details, but imagine it was... Half of her nose was fucking hanging off. Oh. Yeah. It, yeah, it well, looks, I can handle an IV, but that sounds a little more extreme. It looks unbelievably painful. So did it make her eyes black and stuff, too? Oh, yeah. She's got uh, some nice yellowing and bruising. And wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good luck with that. He'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. He's a trooper. Yep. What's the deal with? What's the deal with thunderstorm warnings? I don't know about you, but I have a weather network app on my phone. Yeah. And I constantly get, like, these texts or whatever that come up that talk about that there's a thunderstorm warning at the London airport and then just all these thunderstorm warnings. And is anyone really that, that, that afraid of a thunderstorm? Like, I don't, yeah. I, thunderstorm ever changed your your behavior? And how, like, isn't it supposed to be only severe <laughs> severe weather warnings? Like, That's what I mean. Like, they, they're just so hard up to try and get you to talking about the weather. But, like, snow <laughs> snowstorms, it's nice to know about ahead of time. You, you might want to change your travel plans. But <laughs> I, I just thought of it when I got three thunderstorm warnings in the same night. And I, I couldn't really think what I would do differently <laughs> based on those warnings that I got. Like that's just big weather. Boarding up the windows and get my bomb shelter stocked up. Well, and usually the, it says if there's a chance that it could get worse, but if it's just telling you that it's a thunderstorm, you maybe need to adjust your settings. That's just big weather trying to ruin your night. <laughs> I got it on the weather bitch setting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we had when we had like the tornadoes and stuff. I had the the same app, and when the warnings were coming, I actually deleted the fucking app because it kept going off like every I don't know. It seemed like it was going off every five minutes just to remind me that there was a tornado coming. Not to mention, like if a tornado descends, the decides to touch down on your roof you just gotta chalk that up to bad luck like sitting there worrying about that possibility i don't know what you can do like you can't do much <laughs> really scramble down to the basement and have everybody stand under a doorway yeah i guess that's yeah the app the app's like the app should just give you a warning that says well, the app just creates anxiety about <laughs> the weather for no good reason yeah, another good thing, too, is whenever there's a tornado warning is to go on Facebook and see all the fucking people just panicking on there. Oh, 
My other beef with the weather app is, you know, they'll have like uh, the percentage. They'll have the percentage of precipitation, percentage of chance that it'll rain or snow. Yeah. They have the corresponding little picture that goes beside it. <laughs> so it'll be like 15% chance of rain, and they'll show a picture of a sun with a cloud in front and a lightning bolt coming out of it and raindrops. And I'm like, if it's only a 15% chance that it's going to rain, why don't you put the sun out, the nice sunny sky out there? Yeah, that's that's what it's eighty the eighty five percent chance, wouldn't you? That's pretty dramatic. Yeah, sort of trying to ruin my day. Yeah, I'm with you on that because it, it makes you kind of when you look at it, like if you look at the Apple one, just the one that comes on your phone, and it has a, like storm. It looks like a pretty mean storm. Out there. Yeah, it looks ominous, and you're like, oh, geez, like this is the fucking apocalypse or something, and it's. And then you look closer, you do a deeper dive on the on the app, and you see there's only a ten percent chance of rain. Yeah, I think they need to they need to just cool it with the yeah. Let's go glass half full here with the dramatics. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what's the deal with beer? Okay. Oh, where could you possibly be going here? All right. I'm fine. I actually enjoy a Bud Light Lime every now and then. I got no problems with that. But this is fucking getting out of hand now. First, it was all the apple stuff. Do you really need beer and apple juice or whatever the fuck they're putting in there? Cider, I guess, to be mixed. But then I saw one on the weekend that I just I had to fucking shake my head. It was beer with spiced pear in it now. Like now we're just we're just putting shit in it. There was and actually there was another one that was banana bread that we've had that was fucking terrible. Like what what are we doing? Right? Yeah, I guess just trying to capture some of the the cooler audience and bring them over to the beer side. But I've never really given those much of a try. I did try the Bud Light Lime a few times. I don't mind that. Like there's nothing wrong with that. It actually it sort of has a natural taste to it. You still want to taste beer. Exactly. I don't want a fucking fruit salad. Otherwise, why would you just drink a cooler? Well, yeah, that's a good question. But and I don't know what spiced pear is. <laughs> that even is like a spicy pear? That doesn't sound good. I guess it would be like pears with cinnamon, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I'm definitely not going to try it out. Now, there are some good examples of this. Like, I don't mind the raspberry wheat. Because there's like the faintest hint of it. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't need there's, a fucking... There's some fruit-infused flavors that are pretty decent. Yeah, you don't need a fruit cup in the beer. Like, I just think it's getting a little out of hand. It's the same with the vodka. When was the last time you went and bought vodka? And you look at the fucking wall and there's like cake-flavored vodka. and It's like everything you can think of. There's mm. a flavored vodka. Hey, on good news with beer, though, <laughs> yeah. you can pretty soon you can get them in the grocery store. Yeah, I'm interested to see what the. this. Yeah, I have, but I'm also interested to see what the the cost is going to be because there's a new tax coming on it too. So you, mm. your convenience, you're going to pay pay for it, but it's definitely going to be handy, but. Everyone's thinking 
there's a discussion about this at work and everyone's thinking oh i'll fucking go to sobeys after work on nights and grab a six pack but i told them the tale of when we went to new brunswick and pulled up to the koosh tard at, at 7 a.m and it was all fucking boarded up oh yeah like there's still gonna be the timing right yeah, not to mention, I find going into a Sobeys more stressful than going into an LCBO in terms of convenience. Well, yeah, but, but these, these were people... If you're people, up here getting groceries, then I guess you can... Well, and these were people thinking after a night shift, we'd just fucking swing by Sobeys and grab beer. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't be too busy in there. Which, what is the point of that anyways? Like, why can't you buy a fucking beer before 10 o'clock? I don't know. I don't get all these rules around beer. Like, it's not like people are going to start drinking at 10 o'clock. And what would happen? Because of that. And what's the big deal if they do anyways? You can buy fucking cigarettes at 6 in the morning. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm certainly not fighting for it. (laughs) (laughs) So get mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's kind of a bullshit rule. But anyways... (laughs) Just, um, just drink regular beer. Yeah. You got another one there, guy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk uh, what's the deal with people that turn corners in their car like they're bringing the Queen Mary into harbor. <laughs> I, I don't get this, like, uh, these super slow turners. It's, it's kind of one of my road rage things rants of the week or whatever but when you're when you're pulling up behind somebody and they're almost coming to a complete stop before they turn or, or even then when they do start turning in they they turn in so goddamn slow do you find yourself <laughs> i'm really good at yelling go 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 like yeah come on let's fucking go <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe you get really tough in your car Oh, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> it's funny because I, I have a driving one as well. It maybe not applies to where you are, but what's the fucking deal with farm machinery using main, main roads? I'm fine with tractors. You know, they pull over in that. But a combine should not be allowed on the fucking road. If you take up three quarters of the entire road, like, where people in the opposite lane... The opposite shoulder to pass them. Yeah. And when you're taking up three quarters of the entire... Like, of both lanes. How Like, if I fucking went out... And, let's say next weekend you and I buy an old truck. And we just yeah. put a giant fucking snowplow on the front of it that takes up the entire road. How long do you think we'll be allowed to drive that? But because we just edge over to the one side of it, we feel like it's all good. Not to mention the tires on these things are like seven feet in the air. So you can't even, you can't see by it. Well, so there's combines, but there's these other fucking contraptions. Like they're these sprayer things or something. Like you almost oh, can yeah. drive a car right, right underneath them. There's fucking <laughs> I just don't know how this is fucking legal. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not too sure about that. Like, it's fucking dangerous. Like, you. I've always noticed that because they go so fucking slow that you have to. Yeah, 
I think they max out around fucking 18 kilometers. Yeah. I got stuck behind two of them back to back. Like they were, there was two in a row. So everyone was afraid to pass because you can't fucking see unless you're actually in the other lane. And then by then, it's good. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. I'm sure you don't get a lot of those in the city. Not too many, but the last couple of times I've been back to Mildmay, I've, I've got behind there. And it's almost as bad as heading outside of Elmira around 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning in church time for all the Mennonites. And those, you get the big strings of horse and buggies heading down there. I've always wondered, how do they know which horse and buggy is theirs? Because <laughs> there's like a hundred of them leaving. And, yeah, and they all have the same buggy. Anyways, that's just little subtleties that uh, <laughs> that they notice. They have vanity plates, maybe. To the to the untrained eye like you, you would pick up on the fine details. That's true. <laughs> wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Okay, we've reached the wrap it up segment for another episode. Um, I used to say what episode it was, but now I don't even remember. I think it's nine. What is it? I think it's nine. Number nine. So uh, we're supposed to have Zach back on next week for our get us help get us into the double digits here. (laughs) Uh, And uh, other than that, you're you're back to days. Back to back to nights. Oh, back to nights. So we're we're, uh, sticking with Sunday here. Um, so we'll, we'll do another episode next Sunday around the same time. Yeah. Uh, anything else you got coming up this week to promote? Yeah. Where can people find you at? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on our, our BC5 live Twitter. We just post the, the episode links and such. Um, we want to get a hockey pool going. So if you're interested... Yeah. Hey. Uh, we're planning on doing a draft, hopefully on Thanksgiving weekend. So, uh, if you're interested, let one of us know. Yeah, most people listening probably have one of our email addresses. Yeah, I don't. I haven't been in a hockey pool in forever, so I'm, I think that would be kind of fun. We're just doing straight points. None of this head-to-head bullshit. We're yeah. just going old school. Yeah, this back before they had uh, the internet. And no certain number of positions you pick. Ten guys, any yeah. ten, however many each side. Yeah, and just it's just points. So if you want in, let us know. How's your boy McDavid looking so far this year? <laughs> I don't know. I keep hearing that he's uh, he's been pretty impressive. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty good. It's kind of interesting with sports now. Like you remember when we were young, these kids would never even get a chance till like year three in in any sport, really. And now they're so fucking good, they just step right in and away they go. Well, I know the Leafs sent, I think they're sending Mitch Marner back down to London, or at least he was practicing with them. Yeah. I don't they, know, have you heard anything about that? I know that they, they, they said they invited a record like 77 guys to training camp this year. So right there, that's got to tell you they don't really have a very good team, but... That's what they got to do. They should have done this fucking 15 years ago. Just bottom out and start over. It's sort of like uh, Cleveland Indians in, uh, in what's that movie called? A major League. 
major leagues when they, they just opened out trials to everybody and then Willie Mays Hayes roll in and you never know who the Leafs will, Leafs will get when they open or wide up. Well, I know the Toronto fans, whoever uh, does well, they'll be the greatest player for a couple weeks. Like, I, when Kessel got traded, I just loved all the fucking Lee fans just instantly turning on him, saying he was such a piece of shit. Like, I hope he scores 70 goals this year. I think that would be great. I'm sure he'll have a good year with Pittsburgh. He, yeah. He could be a top pick in the draft this year. Like, he's got to get 50 this year, right? Like, if if he's scoring... He got, I'm sure guys get 50 goals playing with Crosby. Yeah, and he scores what? A line with Crosby? Well, if he's not, he's going to be with Malkin, so you can't really lose, right? Yeah. And he scored 40-something one year with the Leafs playing with fucking Tyler Bozak, who two years ago was going to be one of the best centers in the league. So, <laughs> Well, that'll be fun if we do that. that thing, if we can figure something out for that Thanksgiving Saturday to do the draft down at Harley's and then uh, possibly taking a Jays playoff game after that. Yeah, I like those. I like that idea. Maybe, uh, yeah, throw a bird in the oven. <laughs> Meaty one. Yeah. <clears throat> Buddy, well. I thought uh, you said you had a fucking certified thing you were going to share with everybody. Uh, oh, it was more around... Um, Oh, I did want to give a shout-out to you uh, and dude at Zach's wedding for doing the first ever live BC5. <laughs> that was pretty good. Off the album, I can't believe you're white. This is the first uh, first time a song has ever been sung live, and you guys actually nailed it pretty good, I thought. Yeah, we did okay. <laughs> I don't really remember. I was pretty, pretty fucking drunk. But uh, that was pretty funny. There was a lot of BC5 fans there. Yeah, I was surprised. That was a real outpouring of support there at that wedding. So It was pretty funny when someone, uh, I can't remember his name now, walked up and had the whole album on his phone. Yeah, that person came, I, I forget who it was, but... I, I remember they were showing me, and I saw songs on there. I forgot that we even had on there. Like there's some funny names, some of the songs. Maybe uh, one of the episodes. Maybe we'll uh, put a, put one of the songs on at the end for people to enjoy. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Just classics. Yeah, just the just the anthems. <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't really have a PC5 certified other than I had Narcos written down, but I kind of mentioned that up front. I did watch um, the movie Southpaw last night. Oh. Um, it was awesome. I heard it's good. Yeah, it's not like a feel-good uh, movie by any means, but it's pretty pretty good fighting scenes, like not cheesy, and it's uh, I, I really liked it, so... I'm throwing that one out there as a BC5 certified. I'll check that out for sure. That and uh, if you haven't seen Straight Outta Compton. Oh, that's for sure. I, yeah, did we, I can't remember if we talked about that one. But. No, we haven't, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was awesome. And I, I like, was listening to NWA for the whole next week after that. Shot top. What's that? And you went out and shot a couple policemen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll have to watch Southpaw because I've heard it's pretty good. 
Yeah, and South Park. Yeah. This year, too. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, that, that second episode was awesome. That no, was pretty good. The, I like that they're taking shots at uh, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. No, they're pretty clever, those, those guys. So, yeah, every, every Wednesday night. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think that's the funniest show on TV, hands down. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's clever writing and, and just good humor all, all, all around. Yeah. All right, it's Jason. A perfect show, it's a perfect show before bed, I find, and just <laughs> chill out, uh, have a good laugh. You and Buddy? Go to bed on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Jason, till next Sunday. Yeah, we'll look forward to uh, catching up with you then. And uh, by then, the Jays will be AL champs, heading into the playoffs. <laughs>